Welcome back, everyone. Guess what? We're here with an early Christmas gift just for you. In a moment, you'll get to hear our interview with the Mean One director, Stephen Lamorte. But first, if you could, please subscribe to this podcast. It means a lot to us. Or if you're already subscribed to us, hey, go find us on YouTube. We can't be mistaken. Search Portalville. And as always, go check out our paid sponsor, Cocolero, at shopcocolero.com. Stock up your holiday bar and get 10% off select bottles with coupon code PORTAL10 at checkout. And now that's enough talking. Check out our awesome interview with Steven right now. There we go. You usually hit the button, so. I know. We swap <laughs> seats and all that stuff now. I love your your layout. You got the green, you got the red, you're mm-hmm. you're all Christmas up. It's Christmas fantastic. Ready. We even had some hats, but it's getting a little hot. So Ooh, got the fire running back there. And we are both sick as dogs right now, by the way. <laughs> I'm not oh no, well you well, you don't look it. You look uh, you look absolutely fabulous. Drinking Gatorade, we're both cracked out on uh Dayquil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, good. Well, hopefully it doesn't stick around too long. The uh, I know the uh, holidays are a stressful enough time without people um, coming down with something sick. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we have a sick child upstairs right now too. Just the whole family. That's where it sick. came from. Yeah. <laughs> well, should Love we get started? Yeah. All right. So, welcome to Tales from the Rift. I'm John. I produce the Portalville podcast. But before we start. Uh, I do want to give a shout out to a lot of our fans out there because we hit a bunch of awesome milestones this year. So I want to list some of these right now. Okay, so clearing my throat, I'm sick. Uh, Feedspot ranked us as the number eight comedy fiction pod of 2022, which is awesome. Uh, For Apple Podcasts, you guys helped us make number two in Ireland, number four in South Africa, top eight in Norway, top 10 in France, Top 25 in Canada, Australia, top 30 in the UK, top 40 in New Zealand, and top 80 in the US. So we're rocking. And we did make top three in a country I was excited about, but they started a war. So I'm not going to mention them now. So yeah. Thank you. Anyways. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Um, so I'm Jen. I play the news reporter August Potts in the scripted Portoville podcast series. And uh, we have a very special guest joining us today, um, director of his new Christmas horror film, The Mean One, in theaters and soon to be streaming. Please welcome Mr. Stephen Lamorte. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. All right, so let's talk about The Mean One, man. Like, what can you tell us about it? Because, okay, we've been really sick. We haven't mm-hmm. seen it yet. So maybe spoiler-free so people don't get like we don't get hate mail from people. Well, I know that it's a little bit it's a little bit um, touchy because when we last talked to David Howard Thornton, you know, he had to be a little bit careful about what he could say. Mm-hmm. So we want to know what you can tell us. Yes, of course. Well, I mean, um, if you've seen the trailer, then uh, you have a pretty good sense of uh, of what the movie's about. But uh, it's basically the story of uh, you know, it's a a horror parody twist on you know, kind of that classic tale that everybody knows when a uh, the young girl has her parents murdered uh, by a bloodthirsty monster, or so she thinks. She returns back to town 20 years later to try and get closure, only to find the monster is back, and she decides she's going to set out and get revenge. Um, so it's a, uh, you know, it's a, like I said, it's a parody of a, uh, a story you know, and that's all I'll say. <laughs> um, and uh, it's great. It's, uh, you know, campy, silly, fun. Um, 
it's I know there's some people who think because David's in it that uh, maybe it's like Terrifier, but um, it's actually really goofy and zany, kind of like, uh, you know, Gremlins or, you know, Jack Frost. You know, it's it's uh, it's much more of a like a sillier watch. It's kind of the we've been calling it the uh, the feel good horror movie of the year because it's got some like uh, Hallmark movie elements of it, too. There's a good love story. So uh, it's it's fun. It's a lot of fun your classic good family Christmas movie right there. (laughs) From what I've been reading about it, it's going to be added to like the Christmas horror classics, you know, like with uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night, Violent Night. I heard it's going to be ranked up there. So I hope. (laughs) I I hope. Well, it's got quite a bit of action. Um, So, uh, you know, there's definitely like references to Die Hard and there's references to Jurassic Park and, you know, and, and Hallmark movies and uh, Psycho. I mean, there's a little bit of everything in there. Um, and uh, we, we hope we end up on some of those lists because I got to tell you, watching this movie in, uh, you know, a room full of people and, you know, just kind of when the monster comes out, they cheer. And when, you know, the couple gets naked, they, they ooh and they ah. And, you know, they're, uh, you know, seeing people kind of giggle and laugh along with us. It, it's great. It's, it's such a fun watch. Yeah, you know, I've been reading some social media lately, too, about the different, I mean, you know, just saying for the, what? the different, um, you know, mean ones we've had mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> over the over the years and how people are like really ready, like ready for a new version of that. So mm-hmm. I think it's really good, good timing for it to come out. You'll have to edit what I said, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, look, the uh, there's there's no lying that uh, David is Howard Norton is like a, a force. I mean, aside from the fact that people love him, he's fantastic as Art the Clown, and he is uh, just so so killer as um, the mean one. Because I mean, he the makeup design is great, but the performance is all him. I mean, he smiles, he's he's scary, he's funny, he's silly. Um, he's emotional, which if you see the movie, you'll understand. Um, and uh, and it's all nonverbal. It's it's fantastic. And it's so cool watching him kind of not just in the movie, but just on set watching, you know, the mean one kind of come to life. The first time he strolled out in the makeup and people, you know, first they wanted, you know, they're kind of like freaked out a little bit because um, he stayed silent. And then as soon as he started like kind of doing his thing, you know, coming in and laughing or creeping or stalking on his little fingertips. Um, everyone started clapping and I said, man, we got something really cool here. <laughs> no, I was going to ask, actually, uh, we were going to ask like what it was like working with David. We've had him on the show mm-hmm. a couple of times. He's a cool guy uh, working with him and Crystal Martin. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, they're, they're awesome. They're both just incredibly talented and very giving. I mean, we're contrary to what people might think we are a tiny micro budget miniature independent production, right? So, you know, that means the director has to spray paint some shoes sometimes. And, you know, the producer worked on the wardrobe. Like there's a, you know, a lot of elements that uh, maybe are maybe a little less glamorous than, uh, you know, a larger scale film. And and Crystal and David were just so down, so game to come in and, and do the rehearsals and sit through the you know, the, the makeup and, you know, make the, come to the location and kind of work through the scenes. Cause we knew we had such a, you know, we only had 14 days to shoot the movie, which we shot in May, by the way. So, you know, what was that six months ago? I think I'm still, I haven't slept since we, (laughs) since we started shooting. Um, But uh, yeah, I mean, they were, they were awesome. And, you know, David brings such a life to the character and, and crystals bring so much humanity to, 
Cindy, you know, starting as kind of this uh, this broken woman that is, you know, recovering from something really traumatic and then ultimately uh, deciding to face her fears and fight. Yeah. Yeah, speaking of um, uh, the, pros the prosthetics, uh, mm -hmm. it looked like pretty extensive. So what did David have to go through during that, that makeup FX process? Um, well, when we first started, uh, it was definitely took a lot longer, right? We had to do some, uh, some tests and did some, um, you know, trying out different pieces to see what would kind of work and, and even putting the makeup on him for the first time, giving him some space to like look in the mirror and see how his eyebrows would move or, you know, what his teeth would do. Um, so it was probably about four and a half hours when we started. And by the end of production, the team uh, led by Tatiana ended, I think she ended up getting it down to like two and a half to two and two hours 20 because they were, you know, like a, just like a machine, just putting the pieces on and, and cranking it out. It's predominantly, I think it's three different pieces. It's a nose, a four pieces, a nose, two cheeks, and then like a forehead. And then the rest is, you know, blended and airbrushed to kind of give him that big smile, make him look weathered and worn like he lives in a cave. Um, and then his teeth, uh, we tried for some prosthetic kind of teeth, but they limited his ability to emote, you know, and if we, yeah. you know, you want that, you want to see that, you know, creepy smile, he needs to be able to do that. So instead we opted to hand paint his teeth and I think it looks awesome, <laughs> but yeah, they're hand painted teeth. That's the secret. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. You know, and I was actually making a graphic for when I put this uh, interview up probably today, tonight. But uh, yeah, his teeth look pretty nasty. And I was kind of wondering if those are fake teeth. Now that I nope, know those painted, that's kind of freaky, man. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so much fun. And, and, you know, watching kind of the transformation every day was, was always kind of a blast. Some of our cast had never met David without makeup on until the premiere. Like, because the makeup was so extensive, he would be called early and he'd have to go right into the chair and start getting made up. We have a dedicated team just to, you know, just to doing his makeup while everyone else is getting wounds and bloody and, you know, all that stuff. And um, it's just so funny. I've got so many photos of like an hour in just checking on him and he's got like a forehead and cheeks and he's like, everything's great, Steve. I'm like, okay, I'm going back to work. And I go back to shooting and come back. And now he's got fur, but he's still, you know, white and pink and white and pink. And yeah, it was, it's a it's super cool. I, I love effects driven, uh, like effects makeup. It's yeah, like practical, it's just, effects. practical effects are good. I mean, the visual effects, um, I personally like really silly, like goofy, yeah. big obnoxious blood, you know, and we added a bunch of it to the movie because we thought it was like silly and funny to have it just like, not just spraying. I mean, it's like, apologies <laughs> 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 for anybody listening, there's, all this like crazy over the top cartoonish blood that never fails to get a laugh. Um, but the prosthetics, like, like, man, the, the mean one's gotta be all practical because yeah. you got somebody like David, you don't want to mess with that. You want to get him made up and let him do his thing. Yeah. Yeah. I remember going to an evil dead, the musical in Vegas. Oh man. They're really over the top with the fake blood. Everyone mm -hmm. loves it. They love that stuff. I, that was my favorite thing. Yeah, we got like these splatter zone splatter tickets. Zone. So we were like in the front row mm -hmm. and it was like basically dumping on us the whole time. Nice. After like spraying us with oh hoses, like from amputated oh. limbs and stuff. It's so great. It's so funny. It's yeah. laughing the For some reason, bloody, bloody like gore and horror yeah. and comedy like go well together. When it's over the top. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. exaggerated. Yeah. It's It's gotta be. And that's, you know, I mean, we're, uh, 
obviously on a relatively restricted budget. And there are some moments where we've got real blood and some moments where we, you know, we're like, let's just go for it. Let's just do this big, crazy, like digital spraying blood thing. And not everybody's a fan of it. And that's cool. But uh, it makes me laugh. So, you know, I <laughs> just to see him, there's this one scene where he, you know, there's this big uh, action set piece in the first act. I'm not spoiling anything. It's in the trailer. Um <laughs> where a bunch of rowdy Santas find themselves at the mercy of the mean one. And uh, there were some beats in there where I'm like, I'm sure there's a machine that can do this, but I just want to have like buckets and buckets of like this crazy yeah. digital spraying blood. And it's, it's ridiculous. It's, I, I think it's funny. That's just me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of people enjoy that and you got to enjoy what you're doing too. So it's great that you really love what you're, what you're making and putting out there. You love the gore. Yeah. Oh, it's, I mean, all of it. I mean, the, you know, the number of people who have sent me private messages saying that I've ruined their childhood, um, <laughs> you know, is, uh, is, you know, it's, it's, yes. I mean, look, if, if that's all it takes is for me to make a little movie to, to ruin your childhood, then, you know, I think you need to get a better childhood. Um, but, uh, you know, we love these characters. We're not trying to denigrate them or, or, you know, or ruin them or confuse anybody into thinking this is something that it's not, you know, um, when you see the film, you know, the, the references that we put in there, the, uh, the way we kind of parody and recreate the story. I mean, it all comes from a place of love. And, you know, I feel like filmmakers are, we're all like, uh, we're kids in the sandbox and, you know, we want to play with our toys. And sometimes we want to play with other people's toys. And it, it's just, just a, a blast. And we all had so much fun making this movie, doing overnights, pretending to be that it's cold, even though it's 85 degrees in Los Angeles while we're like, okay, you know, the crew's in shorts and the cast is wearing like sweaters and jackets and fur. And I'm like, think cold. And they're like, you know, Steve, I'm going to lose 10 pounds of sweat here. I mean, it's uh, it, it was a blast. It was so much fun. Yeah. Well, um, speaking of, sounds like it was fun. Do you have any memorable or funny stories from the set? Memorable or funny stories from the you can call out anyone. They'll be all over social media. Oh, perfect. Excellent. Really, <laughs> really run somebody through the ringer. Um, yeah. Yes. Fine. One of my most, you know, I think the, probably the, my big thing with the film, right, is it's, it's a tiny little movie, right? We're an independent production. We have probably closer to the budget of Terrifier 1 than Terrifier 2, right? And um, so, but nonstop. I'm always going to try to push the limits, both uh, both in my personal life and creatively. I'm always trying to push the limits. And we're at this ranch shooting these cave scenes, right? And there's all these scenes, you know, in the mountains and stuff. And, and getting a, a crew, even a small crew like ours up into the mountains is, is kind of a pain. So we found this beautiful horse ranch um, that was willing to let us shoot there. And their only, like... Uh, caveat to working there was that because it's like a, a vegan sanctuary all the food had to be vegan um so we said okay that's cool they have animals there we have to respect them no problem um but i'm like you guys know what we're doing like we have a, a green monster that eats people and they're like oh it's fine it's all pretend but uh, none of your people will eat animals and we're like that's fine and uh there's a part in the mo in the movie where we learn that the uh the mean one didn't always eat humans right it's got a taste for all kinds of stuff and I said, man, it'd be super awesome if the mean one could like eat one of these goats. Uh, but, <laughs> but how do we, you know, how, how do we ask the, you know, how do we ask the, the folks who won't let us have chicken on set, you know, will they let us, uh, hey, can you, can you walk that goat over by that pile of blood that we've set up? Um, <laughs> and uh, she was actually really cool. She's like, it's all pretend, it's no problem. Like, okay, but we're not gonna show like the goat get mutilated or anything crazy like that. Um, 
it'd just be like a funny little side gag. And she was like, okay, no problem. And and in the in the movie, we have this goat wearing a Christmas garb, and you know, I'm like, well, we we may not have the you know the money for two uh, mean one costumes, but we do have a goat, and that's something that I will always be proud of. Is uh, that that damn Jurassic Park goat in my uh, mean one movie? <laughs> hey, what was the goat's name? Oh, oh my goodness! I have to text somebody. I don't remember. I want to say it was like Pedro or something. It was something silly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Pedro. Mm. And the best part is that um, the goats, you know, because there's all kinds of goats and animals, is they would come over by us when we were shooting. Like they'd come yeah. to the edge of the enclosure because we had to stay close to where they were working so we'd have power and stuff. And they'd all come over and there'd just be these animals just, just looking and watching. But they were never once freaked out by the mean one. So I have all these photos of David in full makeup in broad daylight, just petting these llamas, you know, llamas and goats and, and dogs. And they're all just crowded around him like, oh, he's one of us. It's very <laughs> bizarre. It's, these photos are so cute. I gotta I have to release it because it's, a, it's a, a strange sight for the film crew to be covering, yeah. to be walking around with body parts and then see Art the Clown dressed as the mean one <laughs> hanging out with some goats and llamas. It's super, again, it was such a fun, crazy shoot. Well, they can see past. They can see past and see the real David. They're like, he's a good guy. Yeah, they can sense <laughs> his sense goodness. It. That's right. His heart That's is not right. three sizes too small. It's very big. So. Do you have any issues with the animals chewing on your stuff or destroying anything? We didn't. No, they all they they're like they all like to hang out. You know, they're just. Um, we at one point we're going to build our cave set. So there's um some cave sequences in the movie, and um, you know. Anytime you try to bring a bunch of people to a location, you know, we need bathrooms, we need power, even a small team like ours, 10, 15 people. Um, and so at one point we were looking to build a cave inside their enclosure. The ground already had dirt on it. There is a ceiling so we could hang lights. We're like, oh, maybe we'll build this cave, um, you know, in the, in the llama paddock and the, the, you know, the caretakers of the farm were like, I mean, I guess if you're fine with it. And once we got inside and we're just like, just to measure the place out, these animals are so friendly and loving and we're like, there's no way we can shoot because there's just this, this llama just keeps coming in and, you know, wants to, you know, and the dogs are looking around, they want to see what we're doing and we kept stepping on landmines, you know what I mean? And we're like, okay, maybe we'll, maybe we'll build the cave somewhere else, but uh, they're, they're very, very friendly, maybe a little too friendly. <laughs> I'd have that problem with my dog. She'd jump on everybody. She wouldn't be allowed to be on set. <laughs> well, it's kind of like a bonus though, like you're filming this awesome movie and you get like a petting zoo, like right there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. It it was uh, definitely a um, a funny to have uh, you know be like tell the crew like don't go near the horses we're trying to work you know <laughs> but uh, yeah it was it was great I mean the um, we did end up building that cave in the writers' living room interestingly yeah. enough <laughs> so if you go to see the movie there's some real cave scenes and there's some caves that are built in a living room and I'll leave you to try to figure out which is which oh <laughs> oh yeah I'll try to do that yeah. Cool. All right, so where where can we go watch the mean one? The mean one is playing in theaters. All oh, oh, I think you muted your. Wait, we lost you. Your audio went out. Can you not hear me? Mic check. Kit. No. Mic check one two. Oh, there we go. <laughs> we got you. We're good. Okay, here and now I can't hear you. Fantastic. Uh oh. Oh no. Hello, can you hear me now? Yeah. yeah. Oh, we were so close. Well, the, 
Damn it. Maybe I'll take my headphones out, see if that helps. Just a sec, sorry. Okay. Whoops, sorry about that. No worries. Okay, here we go. Okay, I can hear, yes. The main one is currently playing in theaters. Um, right now it's playing all across the country, almost every state. There's a few I think that we are not in just quite yet, which is a little bit of a bummer. Um, but we're hoping to um, expand and be in more theaters soon. My goal, my, my Christmas wish is that the mean one is around for Christmas. Um, so we're, uh, we're in theaters. A lot of people went to go see it and had a lot of fun with it last weekend. And so um, if all goes to plan, we're going to be in theaters again this weekend um, and uh, make it around till Christmas. Uh, and then we'll do kind of streaming and Blu-ray, DVD, all that stuff uh, later next year. Oh, okay. okay. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I heard a rumor... It was supposed to be on streaming like December 15th, but they said it wasn't final set. That's, so that's not like a final thing. That's well, that's the thing of it is we originally were going to release the movie online you know, for streaming. I mean, we're a tiny little indie film. And once it became clear that people really wanted to see it and, you know, when you watch it with a group and everyone's yelling and hooting and hollering, I mean, it's, it's just, a, it's a different experience. Right. Um, so we decided it, you know, we were approached with this opportunity to put the movie in theaters and we said, hey, it's, that's a, a, a much bigger screen than I think we were planning. Um, but uh, we said, screw it, let's do it. And um, now it's out there. And part of the deal is that, you know, if it's doing well in theaters, they're not going to go to streaming right away. So mm -hmm. our, our hope is that uh, people get to see it and, and see it in theaters and see it with a group and kind of laugh and, and have a good time. And uh, the mean one will be back again and be available on streaming um, I don't know when next year, um, but uh, yeah, it'll be uh, at some point next year for sure. Definitely on time for Christmas. Nice. Good, good. Cool. Well, <clears throat> one last thing. Check this out. Almost last thing. <laughs> so I was uh, inspired by Dr. Seuss and carefully crafted this question for use. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. So <laughs> slashing through the snow with a one night violent one knife violent sleigh. October may be over, but scary movies are here to stay. Oh, jingle kills, jingle kills. Gore is on the way. For some of us, the Yuletide season is a snorer, and most of our fans prefer horror. Go see the mean one. Don't let your holiday be lame. But Steve, before you go, would you like to play a quick game? Hell yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm like, there's no other words that rhyme with game. <laughs> for properly pronouncing my name jingle all the way i'm not sure in the spirit of horrific bloody gory christmas carnage did you know that dr seuss wrote a book called would you rather be a bullfrog i did not no <laughs> while thinking maybe we could play a round of would you rather mm -hmm. a christmas one yeah i one love it for you let's do a it hard question all right the question <laughs> would you rather have the only Christmas song you can listen to forever be All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey or have a battle to the death against the mean one. Oh, the, the mean one. A battle for the death against the mean one. Because <laughs> at least one of those things will end. Yeah. <laughs> Either he, tell he, her, I'm like, dude, the answer is going to be quick, too easy. <laughs> Let him kill me. Let this let me die. Well, you don't know. Maybe Mr. Lenorte would take him on. You know. 
I might win, I might lose, but at least we know one way or another we're 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 good. It'll be a one for Christmas is a comes back every year like a bad penny. It just does this. <laughs> I love it, but I want to hear it like one time and then put it back on ice next year. Yeah. That's yeah. Mm-hmm. The first time is magical. Just the, the next like thousand times is like torture. Now, now it's too much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I used to be Everywhere. a a, uh, a jet blue. Oh, I probably shouldn't have said that. I used to be a Christmas caroler for a major airline and um, they used to have us sing that song. And whenever a flight was delayed, they're like, do that one, people like it. And I, we sang it, I think it was like 23 times in the span of three hours one Christmas. So uh, that song, wow. a, a, I won't say special, but a specific place in my heart. <laughs> so are you a, a talented singer then? I am a singer, I uh-huh. sing. And we'll leave it. And that's, that's all I'll say. <laughs> all right. Well, I won't make him sing anything, but. Why would you rather? I, I'd rather <laughs> on your podcast. Um, so when the mean one comes out on streaming and then also other projects that you have, where can we all keep up on all your projects? Sure. So if you want to keep up with the things that I'm doing, you can, uh, Find me on Instagram at stevenlamorte.com, spelled the way it sounds. Uh, excuse me, on Instagram, duh, at stevenlamorte. And then my website is stevenlamorte.com. And that's where I post uh, all my new projects and, um, you know, things that are about to come out or things that I'm shooting at all kind of stays up to date on there. So you follow me on Instagram. The um, I don't always post, but uh, I, I tend to story what I'm shooting. And sometimes that's a little more interesting than uh, a little post. So definitely yeah. check yeah, and we'll have a page as well for you as the guest on our portalville.com page, portablepodcast.com. And so um, anyone can go on there and click directly to your website and your Instagram as well. That sounds awesome. Fantastic. I hope that um, the uh, you guys get to see our little film and uh, yeah. tell all your friends if you, if you enjoy it. It's a, uh, I think it's a, someone called it a horror hallmark or something it's a silly good time so i hope uh, you guys check it out have a laugh have a beer and uh, yeah i was looking it up for when we feel better there's one near us yeah. it's about 40 miles so i think we'll make the make the trip yeah we've got make some here in colorado i think there's like three or four theaters near us actually that are playing it so yeah yeah the, yeah i mean it's it's um i believe as things move forward depending on how they go because you know we're recording this today, the Monday after the movie was released. As things move forward, the, probably the easiest way to find where the movie is playing um, would be to either go to our website, themeanonemovie.com, um, or just look it up on Fandango, because Fandango will always show you the theater that is nearest to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we may be adding new chains in time for Christmas. Oh, good, good. We'll, uh, yeah. yeah, we'll see. We're, we're like the little movie that could, and we're, uh, <laughs> we're hoping that everyone has access to it now before they add it to their watch lists and, uh, you know, and stream it as soon as we can make it available. It's a good old family Christmas feel good classic that we can all get in on. It, it, you know, it's more feel good than you think. And that's what, I, and that's all, that's all I'll say about that. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you again for your time, Mr. Lamorte, uh, and for being a good sport. That's all the questions we have. Uh, did you have anything else that you wanted to mention? Nope, just uh, check out the mean one, uh, you know, in theaters now. Awesome. And if you like it, let us know what you think. Find us, on, you know, find us or the mean one movie on Instagram. And uh, we love hearing that people had a good time. So check it out. Yeah, awesome. for yeah. sure. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate and, it. Um, go watch the mean one. Steve and David could use your support. Don't forget to follow Steve. Follow us on YouTube if you haven't. 
watch all of her live recordings uh, like this one and the other ones. Um, thank you again, Mr. Lamorte. I hope you have a great rest of your week. Thank you very much. We'll talk to you soon. Have a good holiday, man. Bye.